You are listening to the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance podcast. I am your host, Neil Dixon Smith. Thank you for joining us. The Chicago Green Wedding Alliance is a collaborative network of professional event vendors committed to environmental and social responsibility. Our mission is to inform and promote sustainable business practices within the event planning vendor community as well as for the general public that may seek our services. You can learn more about the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance at greenweddingalliance.com. I have been very much looking forward to speaking to our guest member today as she is an honest-to-goodness old-school entrepreneur who does not just offer services like many of us event vendor types do, but she actually makes something. She actually manufactures and distributes her own line of products and what an excellent product it is. Today, I'll be speaking with Jill Bonaguro. I should have even pronounced, mm-hmm. we should have gone over the pronunciation of your name before we started, but Jill Bonaguro, is that, is that close enough? Bonaguro, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Jill. Uh, uh, so she is the founder of Calm Skincare. That's C A L M, Calm Skincare, uh, maker of natural and homemade skincare products. Often, not all homemade, but many, I just learned, are handmade uh, facial cleansers and masks, as well as makeup and bath and body products, all with a commitment to an ethos of fully disclosing all the ingredients, using natural ingredients, offering powder-based products with uh, little or no uh, amounts of preservatives, also a commitment to working to reduce environmental impact with sustainable packaging that is reusable, refillable, recycle-friendly, compostable, and even biodegradable. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the microphone once more Jill Bonaguro, founder of Calm Skincare. Jill, good morning. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for coming out today. <laughs> good morning, Neil. It's great to be here. And uh, if you're on the internet right now, which you probably are, you can check out Calm Skincare at calmskincare.com and you should also know that calm is capital c-a-l-m it's an acronym for care art love maintain and uh, jill has been in business with calm skincare since 2010 Uh, jill before we get into describing your product line i want to want to start from a a a more fundamental question kind of uh, in the abstract a bit how how do you describe the importance of skin health in general, and what is the impact that a, a quality skin care product can have towards skin health and well-being? Well, skin care and skin health is really related to your overall health. In the way that you need to take a shower every day, it's the same effect that you also need to wash your face every day. What often escapes people, because um, I do uh, aim the product line at men and women, mm-hmm. Men have a tendency to be like, I washed my face, woo, done. <laughs> Clean. <laughs> but uh, a really good skincare regimen, especially in a climate like Chicago, requires mm. moisturizing. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you age, especially, your skin retains less moisture. You can drink all the water you want, but when you're dealing with a Chicago harsh winter, 
you need to actually put on moisturizer. So a good skincare regimen is really related to your overall health. You eat well, you drink plenty of water, and you do a few simple things that involve, that involve cleansing and moisturizing, and you're kind of done. And Less what, is more. <laughs> for somebody who never, ever moisturizes their skin, what is, mm -hmm. the, what, you know, what is the, the counter example? Like what is, what's happening to them that's, that's not happening to somebody who moisturizes regularly? Yeah, that's right. Well, as you age, and everyone's always concerned about age. I mean, I'm, I'm 38 going on 39 now. So you're... you're hypersensitive to like oh I see a little wrinkle and things like that you have less collagen being produced in your skin and there's no magic button mm -hmm. to to make more collagen it does decrease as you age but if you're moisturizing your skin in a harsh climate especially it will it will combat it it will not be a magic cure there is no magic button um, what I emphasize is you don't need to slather on moisture at night and during the day. You just need to do a little bit mm -hmm. because you still want your skin to breathe and be able to produce moisture. And what, what is collagen? Collagen is basically considered like the anti... It, it keeps your skin firm and elastic. Mm -hmm. That's the simplest explanation. It's something that the body makes? Yes. That works with... Yeah. The, that keeps... I got yeah. And so, so a good moisturizer will will enrich your collagen or encourages more collagen or it yeah activates. it's hard to like encourage collagen production there's there's a lot of what happens a lot with skincare is you get the magic potion phenomenon mm -hmm. if i just buy this magic will happen yeah <laughs> but i really you can encourage collagen production but for the most part it will decrease as you age i see so it's it helps to moisturize as you age. You can get it's, a, it's lot a collagen of, helper. Yeah, not a collagen yeah. maker. Or right, something. right. Got it. It's hard to do that. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you know, I was thinking. Are you? You know, we have the uh, the, the end of, of Mad Men is coming up soon. Are you, are you a Mad Men fan? <laughs> I have watched the show. I'm not. I actually don't have a TV, but I have watched the okay. show. I thought it was phenomenal. Well, there's a. <laughs> I was, I was, there's a character named Peggy Olson who's sort yes. of like the, the, the genius it's, advertising mm -hmm. uh, imaginer. And I was, I was thinking about what would, if, if Peggy Olson was, was being, was assigned, you know, to create ads for a skin cream or a facial mask or something and the process, her, her methodology and, and, uh, uh, and I think that she'd be thinking about, um, you know, for almost at a fundamental level describing, uh, using these products as a, as a, these products as a, as a ritual, you know, that's kind of done in private and it may be even a, a practice that's passed down, uh, from a parent, you know, from, from mother to daughter. And, and it, I was even thinking that even for myself, you know, using shampoo or using, uh, some sort of, you know, body lotion, you, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the first sort of adult, uh, things that an adolescent might start doing, you know, that's, that's passed down. It's kind of a safe and something that's even kind of encouraged, you know, but nonetheless, it's sort of, uh, boy, you have these, these same products that mommy and daddy use. I'm going to put on myself and not really think about what they're doing. When, when did you first start using, uh, skin product Were you, you know, or makeup? Were you a, a kid, you know, wearing makeup very early or were you attuned to, to these products from an early age or was that something that came you know, later in your life or how did you first start to associate with just with these 
products in general? Well, first of all, I would separate uh, makeup from general skincare routine. Gotcha. Sure, sure. Skincare and body care, it's like washing and moisturizing, cleansing, moisturizing, that sort of thing, masking, toning. Makeup is sort of in a different category. Mm-hmm. Generally for girls, you don't really start wearing makeup until like 12, yeah. 13 years old, that sort of thing. But I myself personally, my sister, my older sister was involved in the industry for a long time. Mm. And I would help her over the weekends at the old Marshall Fields. And I learned a lot about skincare. And unlike most of the little girls my age, I was nine at the time. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I need my eye serum. <laughs> 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 Which is not normal. It was not. A, most little girls, they put on like suntan lotion. Yeah. But they're not concerned about toning <laughs> and masking and making sure they have their eye serum on. <laughs> Because you could you could feel its effect, or you you were just sort of you know sort of mimicking your sister, or you're trying you're being an adult, or or did you feel like you put you applied it on your face and you're like oh I like how this feels. Well, it's it's sort of a combination. I think when you're younger, younger skin has smaller pores. You don't notice as much. You can mm. kind of run around, um, not moisturize, and do all sorts of things because your skin is so young. You're mm-hmm. you're nine, ten, that sort of thing. But as I became older and I kept obsessively putting on eye serum, at this point, if I don't have eye serum on, I'm like, I feel it's it's dry. Ah. (laughs) But I don't know if I would have noticed that when I was nine. Okay, so let's get to calm skincare. So give us give us the brief the brief overview. What what is the the product line that Calm Skincare offers? I offer a very simple skincare and body care line along with makeup, uh, cosmetics, with emphasis on do-it-yourself, tell-all ingredients, less is more, and uh, some things are very much about mixing it fresh at home. I have three powder masks that it's a little bit more work for the person because they have to add the water and they have to mix it themselves and that sort of thing. But you really get to avoid preservatives and use all those wonderful ingredients to their full potential. We've really developed an industry where it's, it's put stuff in a bottle, it's a quick fix, instead of actually trying to sit down and teach people how to take care of their skin. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of variety in the industry. And every year people are like, well, why don't you bring out this and this? But I really don't feel you need that much variety. There's certain skin Mm -hmm. conditions that are extreme, but it's you either have normal kind of dry skin or you have an oily combination skin. Mm -hmm. There there aren't all these extravagant, um, unless there's certain very specific conditions uh, that might require a doctor's prescription. So I really try to just emphasize on you can do it yourself with minimal work so it doesn't turn into this elaborate routine every morning that mm-hmm. no one wants to do because mm-hmm. it takes too long. Right. <laughs> so for, so you have yeah. a, uh, a soy milk and rose hips facial cleanser? Yeah. And that is, is, that, is that an everyday That would be a product that you would use every day. And that's one of our best sellers because when it comes down to it, 
because we do try to market to men and women and we have a lot of men men will buy cleanser they'll buy toners they try usually treat it like an after shave uh, mm-hmm. effect mm-hmm. but it it really is a basic facet of skincare that okay at least i need to wash my face <laughs> the very minimal effort mm-hmm. <laughs> And ideally not with your shampoo. <laughs> That's what guys do a lot. They're like, well, I have shampoo. <laughs> it's like soap. <laughs> and so so then you also offer several different masks that you said you, you distributed in like a powder form. Mm-hmm. Is it strictly in powder form or do you offer them in, in yeah, hydrated form? They're, they're just powder form that yeah. you have to mix yourself, which again, you avoid putting in a lot of preservatives. As soon as you add water to a product, you basically are adding in the threat of bacteria. And so, how, what is the, the frequency that one would use a, a mask product? Generally once a week yeah. is what I recommend. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it's just choosing which one you offer a... Uh, bentonite green tea mask, a banana mango moisturizing mask, as well as a hot chocolate aromatherapy facial mask. Mm-hmm. And which one is going to be, you're going to enjoy the most or get the most out of depends on one is for more dry skin or more oily skin or how does, or is it just merely, you know, preference on the, the, the flavors kind of? Well, no, and that's the difference. There are no flavors. There's never mm-hmm. variety because, no, no, we need purple. Well, no. but you want like chocolate or banana mango, you know. But like they're very specific, you know, the banana mangoes for moisturizing, nice. the bentonite, mm-hmm. green tea is for cleansing, the, mm. the hot chocolate, aromatherapy. It's kind of a good sort of medium mask. It's not going to really moisturize. It's not going to like be for acne control but it'll it'll balance i see and the, and the so. masks are, i think that that's that's a uh i don't think that men normally see a mask product and think that that is something that they would use right <laughs> <laughs> but they and you're do. telling me that i should consider this <laughs> Yeah, I actually feel like we we have men and and I can tell you the main products men order are toner Mm -hmm. uh the blemish fix and the cleanser and the moisturizer yeah you know and then a hand salve because they're like ah dry hands okay (laughs) but it's very simple but if you look at the line the reason it can appeal to men and women is because it is so simple there Mm -hmm. really is only one facial moisturizer so that's it Mm-hmm. And then, so that so uh, uh, then you offer a line of of makeup products, mm-hmm. and give us a brief overview of your of your makeup offerings. The makeup again, I wanted to be simple, and I wanted to emphasize and be in line with Calm's eco friendly nature. So mm-hmm. it needed to be refillable to the extent that I could refill. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I specifically went with eyeshadows that are mixed with and blushes and bronzers and things like that, that are mixed with an oil uh, that is very close to the skin's actual makeup. So mm-hmm. you're not you're not slathering on uh, blush or eyeshadows that are that distant from your skin's actual composition with jojoba. It's a uh, and so when you're that similar, I feel like you're just emphasizing your natural beauty you're emphasizing your skin tone as opposed to covering it <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's there, there's the difference 
of your makeup is not just that it's made from a different quality or a different type of ingredient than a drugstore makeup brands are going to be, but it also has its own unique qualities that are going to perform as makeup and the beauty, the purely beauty considerations as well. Right. It's it's not trying to... One thing about good skincare is that if you're putting on something that your skin's going to react to, mm-hmm. and you're, you're not helping yourself. So what I tried to do with the makeup was to create a makeup line that was very close, again, to your composition that's going to help your skin, mm-hmm. as opposed to like slather on layering and things like that. I really think skin needs to breathe. Awesome. So, and then lastly, the last category is bath and body products, and you have a uh, uh, buttery rose hand belt, bath melt. I, I know that I know that I love that. <laughs> and uh, cocoa butter body bar, as well as a mini jojoba hand solve. Anything you want to say about uh, any of those products? Or yeah, I mean, the, again, they're they're refillable, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I love I love reusing containers. And when you really, when you look in the store, the the industry has been the same for at least a hundred years. You, in America, for example, you put a potion in a bottle and you stick the bottle on the shelf and it happens over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So the bath body had to be like the skincare, which had to be like the makeup and then the emphasis on reuse those containers. And my favorite bath body product is the hand salve because mm-hmm. it comes with this little tin. You can pop it out. You can refill it. You know, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, do do people mostly order their products through the website or through a sh- through retail brick and mortar sh- shops? Yeah, we've been mainly uh, working on online sales. That's mm-hmm. been the, the stronghold of Calm. This coming year, I'm going to open it up to more wholesale accounts. And how does the, the, the refill operation happen when you're ordering products online? So if you want, so if you bought the salve, the salve and you get the container and you're getting the refill, you're just, you're, you have an option on the store to buy, to, to buy a fully packaged product or a sort of like a refill product? Is that right. that's we, kind of how it works? We actually separated out with the Echo Refill. So the people who just want to get to the website, find the refill, they can order it right away. And we've debated about making a subscription series, actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. You need to order your refill. I don't know if that's a little too Big Brother-esque. <laughs> I, but that's, that's kind of the way it's going, right? With the like, trunk club and the shaving right. clubs and things like right. that. You know, you definitely right. should be getting on that. I yeah, think. so... And so you, you not only you, you've conceived of these products, but you also, you make them too, right? Mm-hmm. Or you make most of them or which, which one, I mean, and, yeah, and make we, like you have a shop or a, where people gather on a table and. Yeah. Sort of like a commercial and kitchen and, and it's, Is it's that a very, commercial kitchen? yeah. And it's very much, you know, uh, just about understand the simplicity of good skincare and, and that's the, the product. So it's like, it's just easy to make mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and package. So it's all about being efficient from the start to finish with Calm. Mm-hmm. From making the recipes to bottling and packaging, to labeling, to the order process, which is why we've had such a good result with online sales. Because nowadays everyone's just like, I just want to go to the website. Mm-hmm. Do I really want to traipse to the store that is five miles from my house? Because five miles in the city is, it might as well be. 
yes. <laughs> another state. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> so I get a lot of orders in Chicago from people who live right in Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> and so how did you learn how to, how to make these products? Uh, well, you know, basically, uh, with my sister, you know, I started helping her out when I was nine mm -hmm. and then I was a big traveler. You know, I kind of graduated from college and I was like, eh, I think I'll just keep going. <laughs> Were you a, 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 a liberal arts type of Yeah, I major? had like a creative writing, you mm -hmm. know, I, I write plays, I have fine arts, you know, that sort of thing. And I taught English and I traveled. So you're not like a, a budding mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because I was traveling and I had this obsessive upbringing with skincare. Yeah. You know, back in the 90s, I was trying to travel with these like expensive products that they would confiscate. And I'd be like, no, my moisturizer is gone. <laughs> or if you're if you're trying to travel out of a backpack for three months, yeah. you very rapidly realize what ingredients can last, mm -hmm. what can't. And one of my original products was body oil because I was like, any country has some sort of oil <laughs> yeah. that I can refill my container <laughs> with. And uh, it just, it kind of spiraled from that where I kept tinkering, tinkering and, and tinkering. You, would you consider yourself to be a, a connoisseur of skin of skincare products from around the world? I've traveled and lived in a lot of places. So I was able to pick up like how to, like, I lived in Asia over a year mm -hmm. and I was always wondering like you, like was it the diet with the Asians or what was happening? And then it's very simple things like the Japanese don't bathe with soap. Mm -hmm. Americans are so about like slathering, like we're, you know, it's one thing if you're literally working outside and getting dirty, but right. for the most part, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's just you just don't get that dirty. But yeah. we have this culture of like you you open the average person's shower. There's like the body wash bottles. There's soap. There's shampoo. Yeah. There's conditioner. And then I go to Japan and I'm staying in places. And Korea was a little bit different. I lived in Korea a lot, but I'll never forget like the the hostels and things in Japan. I actually even took my parents there. You, you had your room, you know, you slept in. There's a shared bathroom in the hallway, and there's no shower. There's one big tub that everyone uses. Mm -hmm. It's just a big bathtub. Yeah. No soap. No, you're not allowed to use soap. The big sign was like, no soap. <laughs> and it, after all these travels and all these different places, I was just like, well, this is extremely simple. Hot water. <laughs> And yet I come from this culture where if I don't have my body wash, my shampoo, blah, 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 yeah. I can't, I can't make it happen. <laughs> and did you, were there traditions of like homemade skin products essentially, or, 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 yeah. or is there always some sort, is there like a local alchemist or, you know, uh, somebody who's making them and, and selling them on a local regional level? Well, in, in the 20th and 21st century, not so much in a lot of the places I traveled, the, yeah. The phenomenon of put stuff in a bottle, stick it on the shelf is extremely pervasive yeah. worldwide. Um, but, you know, going back to the history of skincare and makeup, mm -hmm. that's gone on for at least in six millennia. Yeah. So as a consequence, like, 
people have always been sort of doing some homeopathic treatment or remedy, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I have a cold, drink tea, that sort of thing. Yeah. So. And is, your, are your products, I would, are they kind of based on ancient ideas or is it more like, you know, kind of state of the art, maybe there's new information based on from science of more recent vintage that inspires your thoughts towards it? Um, I basically go with ancient. I specifically, mm -hmm. <laughs> I specifically, yeah, it's just like, well, sometimes nowadays, you know, the, the, yeah. the science is like concluding that like, you know, natural ingredients are a good thing or something. I like know that. it's I mean, like, it's constantly like you read about, well, we didn't realize this caused this. And I'm like, yeah, well, uh, one, one argument, a very specific argument is shelf life. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason a lot of products are so heavily preserved is because uh, they need to be able to sit on the shelf for two years, which I find terrible. Yeah, I really don't feel you should be buying anything that standard, can that yeah that can years. sit on a shelf for two years and be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but yet, but yet people do it all the time. So on all my products, I advocate a six month shelf life. That's mm -hmm. it. Like you should use up your products within six months. Everything is meant to be in usable, quick portion sizes, you know, three to six months, one to three months. And getting back to sort of answering that question about shelf life, I purposely went with ingredients that had been around for millennia mm -hmm. that had been in use as skincare products. For and a what long are like time. some of the, your key ingredients or that you cocoa butter, mm -hmm. something as simple as that olive oil, you know, mm -hmm. nothing that tries to reinvent the wheel and be like, look, you know, we, we came up with this amazing concoction in a lab that has had a historical use of one year. <laughs> because, you know, it's, one one major issue that I find uh, that is a telltale sign of when a modern product doesn't match with an older product is body oil. Mm -hmm. If you just use a little bit of body oil, it's 10 times better for your skin than any manufactured lotion. Any manufactured lotion has water in it, which doesn't moisturize your skin. Mm -hmm. Then it has an emulsifier combination. And then in order to combat the bacteria that water forms, they put in a bunch of preservatives. Mm -hmm. So the reason this is like you add the water, you add all these preservatives. So my hand salve, for example, no water. Mm -hmm. Body lotion bar, no water. Mm -hmm. Oil, no water. And then you're getting true moisture to your skin so you don't have to use as much mm -hmm. so uh, this emphasis on a long shelf life all the ingredients do have a long shelf life but i don't think you should use that length <laughs> so so what was the what, what was your first product or, or what was you know when did you decide or, or have the vision that you could start your own company and manufacture your own products and stuff. Oh, yeah. That was sort of a, a friend's suggestion because I, I would, I've been making you already, things. You'd been, you'd been I've been tinkering yeah. since the 90s. Yeah. And people would always be like, oh, what do you buy? Well, I buy this and then I combine it with this. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Sounds difficult. But um, so for a while I was running workshops, real simple things. Mm -hmm. And um, 
A friend came and was like, that was really a pain. She's like, the cleanup part was horrible. <laughs> She's like, but what do you put on your face? And I was like, oh, well, that's a whole different, you know, concoction. You know, I do this, that, and the other thing. And so uh, she kind of inspired me to start the company. But that was without realizing the ins and outs of taking something that you tinker with and make it at home and bring yeah. it to like a, a manufacturing <laughs> level. <laughs> and especially, you know, with something that's going to be rubbed on your skin, do, do mm -hmm. you have to, what are, what are the sort of like licenses or, or things that were involved that well, that's why that's that's the thing about the skincare industry. It's the wild west. Oh, it's really? not FDA regulated. You huh. can, you can really, um, you know, walk out tomorrow and be like, I'm selling soaps. <laughs> <laughs> and no one's going to say, I'm sorry. Oh. You know, it's it's because you're not ingesting things. Mm -hmm. um, but what's accepted in the West, especially in America versus Europe, is, is very different. Mm -hmm. Europeans have str more stringent regulations. Um, and... There's also self-regulation. That's why I feel that the strong point of calm is we do list all the ingredients. You can read if you say, oh, no, wait, I have an allergy to banana, for example, or, mm -hmm. you know, something odd. You notice, notice it right away. Um, and that that's not only just a strong point. It's also, I would hope, starting to bring in less secrecy in the industry because mm -hmm. you really should list all the ingredients <laughs> would you say that there are products out, out there that are the equivalent of you know junk food and that they're, it's not only that they're that they're cheap and there's maybe an alternative but they're actually dangerous for you or or you know, or... I mean, that would that would be tricky to be like, oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. But I definitely think there's a big difference between a good quality natural skincare line and then, you know, the dollar special uh, that you just throw on. It, it's yeah. and primarily the difference is ingredients, preservative levels. Uh, how long has this been poked and mixed in in a lab? <laughs> and so you have i mean you're obviously you, you've been doing this for five years now and so mm -hmm. the, the business has grown and mm -hmm. you're and you're you're living on it i presume this is your is this your thing is this yeah, like, it's, is this a self-sustaining it's a self-sustaining business i definitely want to grow up more yeah so, and, and is that, know. are you thinking of new products or do you have are you running into issues about how to do your the commitment to the packaging or the commitment to your ingredients is that like you know is that is there, are there different pressures on you if you want to there, expand there can always be improvements uh the refills in particular uh i think the packaging right now is like compostable or recyclable or biodegradable reusable um but i'm always looking forward like how can this be better what what can we do more because in the end i sort of envision that all of the ingredients you need for most of your skincare should be available in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my big trade secrets is I just use pure aloe facials. Mm -hmm. you know, I buy a big stock of aloe. I have a giant aloe plant at home, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that you are. People are like, what do you do? I'm like, aloe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 
Less is more, and you can buy it at the grocery store. So how, how do people generally find out about Calm Skincare products? Do you advertise? Do you, what do you, what we do you have do been sort of a word of mouth. It, yeah. This is the first year that I feel... Like, okay, I think it's time to even push forward with more advertising. A new website launched in November and mm -hmm. December. There are lots of little kinks mm -hmm. with that process. But, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a business where I had to grow with it, mm -hmm. especially with my knowledge base of how this can work. I tried a lot of things at first. I did have a little storefront and... Mm. And then, so especially been in the last year and a half that it's moved onto a real online platform. Mm -hmm. And from there, I'm going to go back to wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, this is the Green Wedding Alliance podcast. So we, we need to talk a little bit about what you offer <laughs> for those who are planning a wedding. And um, what you have, I do, you do mention a service on your website about, about uh, why don't you go ahead and describe what, you know, if somebody who happens to be listening to this and planning wedding, what, what can you offer? Keep their, calm. Yeah. Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, basically, uh, when we got into the wedding industry is also when we launched the makeup line. Mm -hmm. So the makeup's only been around a couple, couple years now, two, three years. And, and... Uh, the emphasis was on, again, a makeup that was natural, no cake face phenomenon. Yeah. You could get your makeup put on and not feel like, I'm now a different person in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> and we also tried to rethink the whole uh, bridal preparation time up to the wedding. I mean, often it's like, well, the day of, I'm just going to toss a bunch of makeup on my face, call it a day. But... We have regular makeup and hair trials where you can just come in for an hour-long makeup application and see how that goes. But then we also tried to work specifically with uh, our a friend and partner company, Healing mm -hmm. Foundations, that offers massage treatments, acupuncture and acupressure, dietary suggestions and help so that you're not just going in and, and getting your makeup done, you actually can have the opportunity to explore a little bit more mm -hmm. so that you can really prepare yourself for your wedding day and not feel fried. And one of our favorite treatments is the Keep Calm and Marianne special, which does include acupuncture and acupressure, a mini facial, then some makeup. So you really like these are all practitioners that you network yeah. with that you all offer yeah. this package together. Yeah. Awesome. And then it's it's a ninety nine dollar package and you're just like, ah, so it's it's really preparing for your wedding day so you're not this like fried. And then for actual wedding day, we come to you. So uh there are a lot there was a lot of traditional facets of wedding preparation where you had to go to the salon for all your hair, and then the salon would you make da 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 yeah. da. So now it's actually a very leisurely experience when you have the hairdresser come in and, you know, have your makeup come in and you, mm -hmm. you're friends and you can all hang out in the hotel room and yeah. relax. <laughs> Are you a stylist yourself or? I am not. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> they keep me away from that, actually. <laughs> And if even if somebody who is maybe just weeks away from their wedding, they mm -hmm. could, they of course can always, if they've already, you know, uh, hired a stylist, they could ask that their stylist use 
calm calm makeup, makeup products yeah. and that's available certainly if, if you're if yeah. somebody's trying to contact you and you're booked or something like that then at least they can know that, that yeah we we have like our our classic makeup kit and then we're starting to market to the industry mm-hmm. which would be other hair and makeup artists like yeah. they get a certain rate to use calm makeup and that sort of thing so yeah are there a lot of alternatives in this especially in the makeup and or is that would you say is that that the is, is there a lot, part of your, your line that you think is the most forward-looking or is, has the least competition? <laughs> you know, is the, uh, are there a lot of natural makeup alternatives out there even besides a Calm? Or? There, there aren't a lot of natural makeup alternatives that are photo-ready. Mm-hmm. The difference mm-hmm. is you can put on natural makeup and be fine if you're just going to the office or going out. But if someone is taking a lot of pictures of you or you're being filmed yeah there's just really certain ways not only to apply makeup but the the quality of the makeup to actually be able to handle being camera ready yeah and that's where a lot of natural lines fail they're not camera ready fantastic and of Mm -hmm. course uh, calm skincare products would make a fantastic gift. Yes. <laughs> Anyone you like, <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> so what would be? So what is your? What is your personal favorite product? You know, if someone's going to start, what would be the? You know, if they're coming to calmskincare.com for the first time. What, what do you recommend that they put in their their basket? Soy milk and rosehips cleanser or the sample of the spa. The, the sample of the spa is a great deal because you can try the cleanser, all three masks, the moisturizer, and the eye and neck serum. Mm-hmm. And at $28, you're not like, oh my God, I just spent a fortune. Yeah. And, but you, you can try a lot of products. And, and then in the end, if you're just kind of like, well, too many choices, can't handle it. I always stick to, you always need to wash your face. <laughs> <laughs> and are there, you know, uh, um, you know, bef- before we, we wrap up here, are there other resources that you can recommend to people in terms of who are interested more in, you know, these products or these issues or, or, or seeking out other, uh, uh, you know, copacetic uh, partners out there that are doing stuff that, that's sort of along the lines that you are, that you want to... Uh... Well, one thing I, I recommend, and it took us we it took us several months of, of working back and forth, but to get listed in the cosmetics database, which is a wonderful uh, ewg.org, and it's really just a wonderful source to look at major brands and the products that are in them, and see what their safety ratings are. It's a really great unbiased source. This is ewg.com? Dot org. Dot org. Ewg.org. Yeah. The cosmetics database. And then... Interesting. So what are the what are the things that are what are the red flags that people should really be looking for? You know, they have done a wonder. It's a huge database. Mm-hmm. So you can sort of just punch in um, either an ingredient name or a brand. I see. And then it pulls up and you can see what their ratings are. And then, you know, if there's red flags like they'll um, they're they're really and it mentions specific products. So your products are in this yeah, database. Yeah, calm, calm is on there. And yeah. then we also have a link on our website. Uh, another thing people should pay attention to is, again, you want to check the ingredients. 
Because some things might sound more alarming than they actually are once mm -hmm. you do investigate. And then you should also be aware of, of product lines that are cruelty-free. We're, mm -hmm. we're Leaping Bunny approved. You know, there's another, it's a process where you have to go through an application and fill out a bunch of details and things like that. Is that still a big thing? I mean, I know, I feel like people have been working against this for years. Is it still a, a com it's, common it's practice? It's still a common practice to do testing on animals. So th that is just a, a facet that you should avoid if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, again, getting back to using ingredients that are thousands of years old. Yeah. Well, you don't really need to test on animals because yeah. we know it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, la la. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I really advocate along with that is, is DIY. We have a, a DIY beauty tips section. Uh, I just prefer for the buyer, the consumer, the, the user, everything, you should just be informed. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I buying this product? Well, my skin feels dry. Okay, well, this is a solution. Um, because if, if you're just randomly just, oh, I feel like trying this and feel like trying this, you know, maybe it's not working for you. But if you're an informed consumer mm -hmm. you're buying this for a particular reason and then ideally in the future i really feel like we should get away from this potion in the bottle mentality yeah we're putting way too many bottles on the shelves yeah the grocery stores to me are kind of depressing yeah even the good ones yeah it's like okay you know i come from an immigrant family we cooked at home we made all our food yeah it wasn't like you could open the cabinets and see a zillion pre-made everything yeah. so i i genuinely feel like there there should be a big change moving forward that's just going to be better for you and better for the world in general if you really do start to understand how to do things yourself well, Jill, you are certainly a, 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 a part, a step in the right direction for American culture. And thank you for, you know, dedicating your life to creating uh, these alternatives for people, not just that are good for them, but are, you know, I think that any time you're engaging in that, it makes you not just mindful about how you are dealing with, you know, uh, refilling your handsaw, but that makes you think about how you're reusing all your stuff, your laundry detergent mm -hmm. to do anything. And so okay. it's so cool that, you know, that it takes, you know, I'm sure that it's making the decisions that you're making in terms of ingredients and stuff like that is certainly not the, the cheapest route. It's certainly not, you know, you could be, you could be, you probably, you know, you could have a better quality car had you made other decisions. And so we all appreciate that your commitment to these things and, and, uh, and it's an inspiration to everyone. Thank mm -hmm. you for, uh, for coming out today and you should probably buy some Calm Skincare products at calmskincare.com. Mm -hmm. Any final thoughts or uh, before we close out, Jill, anything that you wanted to mention? No, it was, it was great to be here, Neil. Excellent. I really enjoyed myself. Fantastic. <laughs> well, you've been listening to the Green, the Chicago, I always want to make sure we say that, the Chicago Green Wedding Alliance podcast. You can check us out at greenweddingalliance.com. And until next time, take care.